Uh, guys, thanks for listening to this latest episode. Don't forget you can contact us on Twitter at Southings2023 for the podcast Twitter, at Alan Osler1481 for myself, or at SI Watson03 for Simon. Also, don't forget to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. By doing that, you will get a notification every time the new episode comes out. Hi, hello, and welcome to episode 28 of the All Things Borough podcast. I am your host, as usual, Alan, and I'm joined by Simon and Tom. As per normal, uh, Tom, how are you? How's your week been? Good week, thank you. Yeah. Pretty decent. How's, how's uni it's, going? Uh, good, yeah. It's slowly getting into the course again. Lovely. Working how's yours? Hard. Working hard. Yeah, as always. Not like <laughs> Simon. No, not like Simon, no. I would go on to Simon. Simon, how are you? Yes, yeah, very well, thank you. Yes, yes, busy busy, uh, busy as ever, you know you know me. Um, busy doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, so, Tommy, didn't you go to the uh, Eastley game the other night? Yeah, Eastley Newport. Oh, decent. Was it cold? Yeah, it is. Very, very cold. <laughs> very good goal from um, Eastley's Paul McCallum, though. Very nice goal. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, decent decent strike, that, yeah. Decent strike. Not bad. Yeah, so it was a bit, uh, bit chilly, was it? Yeah, you had your... Uh, you had your um, your, your grand's uh, knitted scarf on, though, so it's you nice and warm. And the gloves and the hat. Oh, very nice. Matching, matching, yeah. You got them. You got, you got, you got the mittens that cover the whole, all, the whole fingers. The whole fingers. The whole fingers. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't want any of those fingerless ones, mate. The only end of your fingers drop off. You know what I mean? Halfway through the game, not good, not good, mate. Not good at all. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you Trust what, though, it can't be as cold as it was today. This morning, when I got to my first job, this morning it was minus four. Uh, and I spent yeah. half of that, most of it outside. I was absolutely frozen solid, and I couldn't really do anything to. I shouldn't really say this on the podcast, and just in case anyone's listening, but I couldn't really do any work because it was so cold. Uh, <laughs> I just couldn't really do it. So hopefully, hopefully, no one from work is listening. But um, so I mean, I'm not gonna <laughs> not gonna bother asking you what you how your work your working week has been this week because I know you haven't done anything apart from well, moaning apart from moaning about your ankle again. Yeah, the, the, the old uh, the old uh, Vietnam War wound is uh, painful again. I'm afraid, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, yeah, I've, uh, I've had to um, I've had, I've had to uh, have a few painful evenings. But uh, yeah, not not as painful as listening, listening to uh, to you, Alan. Though obviously, but, uh, on, 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 maybe maybe ever so slightly less painful. <laughs> well, thanks for that. Thanks for that ringing endorsement, Simon. Uh, right, yeah. So this is, as I said, this is episode twenty-eight, uh, um, and we are joined uh, tonight uh, by. We'll say one third of the Farnborough Community Match Day um, commentary team, Ben Shoveler. How are you, Ben? Yeah, I'm good. How are you, lot? Yeah, we're good. We're, good. we're, do- we're doing well. Unfortunately, um, we're not joined by Carl. Uh, he's uh, unwell today. Um, and we're, uh, oh. we, we were going to try and get Neil on as well, but he. he doesn't seem to be responding any, to any messages. Hopefully, he'll come on a little bit later on if he if he gets those messages. I've sent him the email anyway. But um, but yeah, um, well, he's, he's, up, he's up north in the Blackburn. Eh? I don't think they're allowed internet up there, are they, or something? You know, <laughs> they have to be in a walk if they turn the lights on up there, and that sort of thing. No, that's not electricity, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, yeah. yeah. That's called off, off grid. I think they call that, don't they? <laughs> yeah, I think from the one the one time that we that me and Simon spent in uh, in Birmingham. Many years ago, it was a bit. It was a bit like that. We 
go Burnley? Do you mean Blackburn or Birmingham? Blackburn, sorry. Yeah, Blackburn. Yeah. Gonna say yeah. So don't, don't 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 diss the people of Blackburn of, uh, of Birmingham, mate, because they're 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 happy. And luckily they're not our key audience, so <laughs> we'll be we'll be okay. But yeah, so we've got Blackburn is one of them towns that's got nothing in it. So it's like Ewood Park and McDonald's and uh, and that church that Neil's doing up on it, that's about it, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry people of Blackburn. I know I know Gary uh, Gary Bruden's listening, uh, you know, he's a big big Blackburn fan. So uh, yes, apologies. And and uh, Gareth Gareth also, he's my uh, my mate uh, my mate's cousin. He's also a Blackburn fan. I think they're the only two actually. To be fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, Ben, um, yeah, so we had to talk about uh, you uh, and um, your time <laughs> and your time uh, with Farnborough Community Radio. Uh, so what? How how long have you been with the with the community radio station? Uh, well, we started off just doing the commentaries last, uh, well, now it's 2022, actually. Okay. Um, yeah, it was actually meant to be the Slough match before the Wrexham FA Cup match. Oh. But then that got postponed because obviously we called it off so we could, uh, Farnborough could have a, a week's rest yeah. on the uh, We didn't do that. We weren't allowed to do the Wrexham match, which we were planning to do because uh, obviously the BBC held the radio rights and uh, I think BBC Wales. <laughs> So we couldn't do that either. Then we had a couple of postponements, and I don't think we actually did one until about October uh, uh, 2022. So that was obviously last season. And then it was Andy Smart and myself, and we did it right the way through until uh, the end of last season, end of April. Hmm. Uh, obviously, over summer, we lost Andy. Um, and I didn't know if we were going to carry on, actually. Really? I, 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 yeah, I was. It was it was literally a couple of weeks before the season started again that I decided, all right, I can do it. It, it was. Uh, it's, it's so it's so it was so hard losing Andy. Mm. It was, he was, I mean, just an amazing bloke. I mean, people met him and just instantly thought he was brilliant. You know, I got I had the pleasure of spending hours with the fella. Yeah. You know, I. Uh, I ended up presenting the end of season awards with Andy. I mean, that was a dream for me. I mean, I've, I've, I've been to radio for 25 years and I don't do it anymore, but I was. And so I've done bits like that before, but to work with Andy was, it, it was just brilliant. Um, and it was, yeah, very hard um, when he died. And yeah, I wasn't sure if we'd carry on, but I thought I'd better do. Um, and at that point, we'd also decided to make what was Farm for Football Club Radio, which was just uh, broadcasting for match days. Mm. Um, I then expanded that into about halfway through the season. I started doing the the, the repeats of Match Day Live of the, of the commentaries. And so there was, you know, Match Day Live football, Farnborough on 24 hours a day if mm. you wanted to listen to a dour nil against Braintree <laughs> in, last, in the middle of March. You could have done that, you know. Yeah. But it was better to have something on than nothing on. Yeah, so and so, sorry, sorry. So um, yeah. So going back to um, uh, Andy, what was how? Yeah. What was it? I mean, what was it like working with him uh, last season? Because I, I listened to quite a few of the um, the the, the commentary uh, broadcasts that he did uh, on games, and I've met. I've not met him, but I've seen Andy at a few like away games, um, sort of milling around watching the team. And I know he supported the team for a long, long time. But what was it like working with him? All those times, just 
brilliant. Uh, he was. Uh, <laughs> I, I always, uh, I'll always remember every single match we did. I said to him, right, if it's a Saturday, go on at two forty-five. Uh, Tuesday, we'll go on at seven thirty. And at seven twenty-eight and fifty seconds, I was looking down always at the uh, to the right of the stand to see if I could spot Andy coming in, and it, it got twenty-nine minutes past thirty seconds, and he and he still wasn't there. And I pressed play at half past seven or whatever, and at seven thirty and three seconds, he'd walk around the corner, and he'd always always get to the seat with his headset on just for me to say with Andy Smart hello Andy <laughs> and he'd sit down and he'd be in his blue coat and um, yeah he'd sit there and he'd drink his pint of cider because um, as I'm sure a lot of fans were, are aware last year was Andy's 50th 50th easy uh, easy for me to say 50th year of supporting Farmer mm. and so the uh, chairman Simon Gardner said he'd buy him 50 pints of cider and so he got <laughs> Um, a pint every half, basically. Uh, <laughs> sometimes he was driving, um, but so, so yeah, through the match you'd get more merry. Uh, he used to turn up with a uh, a pasty or something else as well to to eat on a Tuesday night because he you know spent hours coming from his house uh, in uh, West London. Um, but he was yeah, he was just so such a joy to work with. He was so knowledgeable, knowledgeable not just about Barmer but about football yeah. in general. Yeah, um, you know he. Supporting Farnborough for 50 years, he knew everything about it. He'd seen most games in those 50 years as well. You know, last season he missed three games, I think, in total. Wow. I mean, and that wasn't just last season, it had been every season yeah, as far as it, they, It's pretty good it, for someone that, as a comedian, working comedian, full time working comedian, it, it, to, to not miss most games, games, a lot of games, it's quite good. And, and you know, let's not forget as well, he, he doesn't live in Farnborough. Sorry, he didn't live in at the time. He, you know, he was in West London. Yeah. So an hour and a half, two hours to get yeah. down to do a country. Yeah. So he was a proper dedicated fan, but uh, he was he was just such a joy because uh, he was always always happy, yeah. always smiling. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was something I looked forward to more than anything else in the week. Is was spending an hour and a half with Andy because he was always just so happy. Uh, he just makes you smile, and I mean, I. I've still got the commentaries we did together, and occasionally I'd have a, have a little listen back yeah. and to hear it. And it just brings a massive smile to my face thinking yeah. about you know yeah. working with him. And um, you know, he uh, <laughs> uh, one of the other things that uh, always comes to mind about working with Andy was whenever Farmer scored, there was no point in me trying to do any nice commentary that might get me some work <laughs> on BBC or something like that. <laughs> As soon as the goal, goal! <laughs> I hope the levels of that <laughs> justify how loud Andy was whenever a goal went in. But again, that was him. That was what he did. He was he was a genuine fan, as as you know myself, uh, Carl and Neil are commentating on something. But he couldn't hide the excitement. Yeah, you know, Farnborough scoring a goal. Um, but it was yeah, it was brilliant. I, I look back at. All of the matches we did together, I think there's 23, not that I've counted, um, um, just with nothing but happiness and, um, you know, just great memories of a great man. Um, we went to Bath, and not, not had a, but we went to Bath uh, <laughs> to commentate. 
you've had a great day, you know, a great afternoon there. Um, and yeah, that's, I've just got so many. Nice no, that's good. Of, that's good. I've never uh, heard about him and I uh, miss him every every single day. Yeah. Uh, I really do. I'm sure a lot of people do and a lot of um, fans do. Um, and yes, yeah, it's, it's not it's not to, not to put a downer on Carl and uh, Neil, but it's, it's it's certainly not the same um, with him not not commentating. No. But, um, but I yeah. mean, it was obviously more down to Andy, but we did receive many, many text messages mm. quite often. People saying, oh, you're, you, you two are like a double act, you know, <laughs> grab the phone and read some of them to you. Um, but that would just be self aggrandizing. <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, I mean, he was funny. And, you know, it was it's easy to say something funny of someone who said something funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm like, I wouldn't take any credit for anything that <laughs> being funny, but Andy was, he was just a genius. He could. You know, and that was the other thing. You know, you're sitting there commentating on a football match. He'll just come out with a line about something which was just funny because he was so... You know, that was his job. He was yeah. a, a, a spontaneous, what you call it, um, improviser. Yeah. You know, and so he picked things up off the yeah. top of his head and yeah. you know, was just brilliant. No, exactly, and, um, yeah. I remember like, listening to loads of loads of commentaries between the two of you and, and like you say, he would say... He would say funny things all the time during the game it's like it was like getting a free gig basically yeah oh it was yeah <laughs> and, uh, if anyone uh, well a lot of people didn't but for everyone who didn't go to uh, the end of season awards last season at the football club where which was presented by Andy and I was there too um, <laughs> I mean he was just brilliant just all you know spontaneous off the top of his head ripping the mickey out of people in the crowd <laughs> and look at the well, I mean, yeah, just a, a, joy, a joy of a man who, uh, yeah, as you said, is missed by many, many people yeah. and, and will for a very, very long time. Yeah. Uh, I could never, I, I really could sit here and talk about him for hours. Yeah, no, exactly, and, yeah. And like I say, it was, it was, a, it, was a, it was a big shock when it happened. Um, oh, I remember it like it was, yeah. yeah. I can tell you exactly where I was. I was in a van on the M4. Uh, driving to a, uh, um, uh, uh, where will we go and go back to Beaconsfield? And I got a phone call and I just, yeah, <laughs> got back to work and came home, put it that yeah, way. Um, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. I, actually, I got, if, if, you, if you really want to know what happened, I found out, I said the bloke I was with, I said, I've got to go back, got to go, got to go, got back to work. And I left work and I drove straight to the stadium. Did you? And I went up to the commentary box, and I sat there for about half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And Mike the Kitman was there as well. Um, yeah. And I just sat there for half an hour, and uh, it was yeah, it was pretty sad. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty sad. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, I remember it was uh, I first heard saw of it was on on Twitter. I think it was his his daughter had. Put the message out by his 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 uh, Twitter page, and I sent it to Simon, and um, and we were just like we were just in shock basically for what happened because it just came yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, to be to be fair, I, I didn't really um I never listened to the commentary myself, but and I hadn't really. But if I'm being very honest, I haven't actually hadn't really heard of Andy 
Twitter that much to be honest with you before, but it's it's after it's the aftermath of someone like that mm, dying that you, yeah. you you start hearing like you 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 know you've given him a, a really a, 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 you talk very very well about him Ben and uh, and obviously you spent a lot of time with him knew knew, knew Andy very well um, and it's uh, it's only after someone sometimes even after someone dies that's you know that prevalent and he's probably Farber's most famous fan uh, as well um, that um, that you know then then you start you start realizing what a, what a guy he was you know what I mean. So, yeah. and, you know, obviously, you mentioned Farnborough famous fans. Uh, we had Andy Smart. We also had Wiz uh, from Mega City Four, uh, a local band, and he was, you know, quite a famous Farnborough fan too. Mm. Yeah. He unfortunately passed away. I think it was two thousand and seven. Um, and then Andy became Farnborough's most famous fan, and he died last year. Who wants to roll? <laughs> I think I think it's down to us now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> me, me, I'm, I'm number one. Yeah. Struggling a little bit as to whether to carry on, 
or not, yeah. you made the decision to carry on. So where did uh, where does Neil and Cole fit into into that uh, decision? Well, um, if I remember, <laughs> I've known Neil since uh, I was probably seven, eight, or nine. Oh, hey, well, um, he was in the year below me at Hawley Primary School. Um, and he was in the group of friends that I had who lived in the road that the school was on. And uh, so, yeah, we, we've known each other for a long, long time. Uh, we, as a group of us, started coming to Farnborough in, must have been the middle of the 80s, late 80s. Um, you know, standing at the old PRE. Uh, we, we actually, there's a, you know, the talking match where the, uh, the wall collapsed. Mm. Tom, you may not remember it. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, there's a very famous black and white photo taken by a photographer for the News and Mail, just as the wall's gone and everyone falling over it. And there's me and my mate Andy, who also passed away recently, uh, and all of our five, six people all falling over the wall. So, you know, we've got history with Farnborough. Neil's in that photo as well, I think. Um, and we went, you know, we've supported Farnborough for years and years and years, followed them all around the country, uh, me and my, my old mate Rob. Um, we spent a whole season just following Farnborough every yeah. Saturday. Um, I had a little. I was uh, uh, a driving instructor at the time, and we used to take my my driving instructing car all over the country to go and watch Farnborough. <laughs> <laughs> Back up the miles in my car. Um, <coughs> we carried on coming all the way through until. Well, I had, I had a year off when I moved to Jersey to go and live out there in '96, but then uh, right the way through to the Graham Wesley. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, and after that, we I don't, I don't know why we just you know drifted away. Um, and then actually, it was at Andy, my mate Andy Kiernan's funeral uh, in March '22. Where I bumped into Neil again, and he said, "You should come down and watch the bar. They're really good at the moment." And I was like, "Yeah, all right." So we arranged a date. And I came down and really enjoyed it. It was great. So I came the next week as well, and then. I bumped into Carl, who I knew from being behind the PRE with, uh, you know, his brother and Ginge and all that lot from 1980. God knows when. Um, and he said, um, whoever it was, I think it was uh, whoever stopped doing the radio, would I be interested in doing the commentaries for football? And I said, yeah, all right. So we had him, Simon Gardner, a couple of other people, and it all got uh, taken up like that. And then obviously when... And he died, uh, and Smart died. Uh, Carl texted me and said, "You know, uh, would you like some help? Would, you know, can I can I be of assistance?" Mm. And I was like, "Yeah, man, that'd be great." Originally, it was going to be uh, me and just one other. It was either going to be Neil or Carl, and there was another one in the uh, running as well. But uh, 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 they, they didn't ever. But uh, well, they haven't done it yet because I haven't actually asked them. I'm not going to you know, <laughs> say they haven't done it because they haven't done it because I haven't actually asked them. Uh, but we've had Ginger on a couple of times as well. But yeah, uh, Carl said I'll come and do it, and Neil said I'll come and do it, and I had three sets of headphones, so I thought why not have a yeah, you know a three pronged attack, if you like. <laughs> uh, and I think you know it's obviously very different from how it sounded last season. Yeah. Um, there's still quite a lot of banter between the three of us. There is, yeah. You know, we've we've all known each other a long time, so it's not as though we're sitting down with strangers. Um. Yeah, yeah, and that's how it came about as the three we are at the moment. Um, you know, I, I phoned Neil and asked him if he'd like to help because Neil actually filled in for Andy Smart the three matches he couldn't do last season. Oh, okay. 
so again, I'd worked you know, many, many years, but I'd worked with him doing the commentary before. So he was my initial thought of wanting to do it. But knowing what his you know, life is at, is at the moment, wasn't sure how long, you know, he was going to be uh, still coming to Farnborough because he's you know, got a commitment elsewhere. Um, but I thought I'd ask him. He said yes. Carl said yes. And yeah, so uh, that's, how, that's how we've ended up as three of us. Wonderful. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, What's you guys are you guys are quite good. You're pretty good um, when you do it. Uh, I've, I have listened to I've listened a few times, quite a few times, when because I, I, I live in Leighton Buzzard, so I don't get to yeah. go to games uh, that often. Um, so I do listen when I when I can, as and when I can. But it is good. Yeah, like I say, it's not it's not going to be the same as uh, last season. But it, you do have a good uh, sort of rapport with each other and um, and good banter, like you say. Um, yeah, so it, it, it's an enjoyable listen. You've got no idea how hard it is commentating on Farnborough uh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, um, the last match, who was that against? The 4 2 defeat um, a couple of no, weeks ago. haven't. Yeah. Oh, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, I, I apologise to anyone who listened to that commentary because the last 10 minutes I just lost. I couldn't. Back and said very little, um, which is very poor. But I was, I was, you know, this, that's the problem: being a fan commentating on your team. Yeah, I was going to say that's the fan coming out of that's the, the fan coming out of you there, and uh, almost forgetting that you're you're live on on air. Well, you'd never do that when you've got a microphone in front of you. But <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was. Um, yeah, it was, it was just uh, uh, so disappointing, actually. Yeah. I was just so disappointed that we hadn't performed um, at home. And that's the other hard thing. You know, the, it was, I think it was Brian Moore said, uh, there is no no club called we or us. And yeah. so I'm always very conscious of that because boys next year are always going, we do this, we do that, they do that, you know. And, and I'm... Yeah. I'm always so conscious of trying never to say we or us, even though it's a Farnborough commentary on a Farnborough community radio mm. station, you still can't be 100% biased because it's sad. if anyone else tunes in, and we do get listeners, you know, from the opposition, it it, it does, it turns you off, man. It's, yeah. yeah. I, I have to say, I've, I've listened to a few commentaries um, for the away games at the start of this season. One of them was Chel- Chelmsford. It's like, I listened, to, I listened to the first half of the Chelmsford game, the first game of the season. And I turned it off half times. I was so sick of the bias. It's just unbelievable. It was, you know, everything that Chelmsford did was like, uh, was like, you know, fantastic and brilliant and went so close. And everything Farmer did was like, oh, yeah, you know, well defended from Chelmsford. You know, there is that sort of thing. It's just something <laughs> yeah. I'm just, you know, I just got fed up with it. Plus, they, they, they scored right on half time as well. And it was 1 0. And I'm like, know what's on this. And I can see where this is going. So I turned it off. <laughs> Interesting thing, actually. The, uh, the, oh, I'll let you be the judge of that. Uh, the uh, non league radio scene. If you like, because about half the clubs, I guess, in the National League South have got radio stations or say radio stations. Uh, We've got a radio station. Other football clubs broadcast their commentary via a phone. You know, Mm, Um, I mean, I've I've been so snobbish there. You you use a phone. Uh, I'm not even taking that. You know what I mean? And I do mean exactly that. We've got a great setup. Yeah. You know, if, if I'm being honest, we've got a great setup. There's no other. No other football club in this league or the league above who's got a better setup for a match day than we have for audio and for broadcasting. No one. 
Shame no bugger listens to it. But, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> and now you feel we have the same problem with our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you, it's all, everything in media, I say I've been in it a long time, it's just about getting the word out there. Yeah. And how to get the word. It's the old cycle. You need um, money to get listeners and listeners to get money. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I do a... Uh, I do a, a co-host a, a lower league football show on a Buckinghamshire base radio station, um, okay. and and, and uh, yeah, so I, I know that like getting listeners is quite it's quite difficult, especially for the people that are doing just the normal uh, like music radio music shows. Uh, they're not um, it's it's difficult for them, but like with my work, with my show, but it's a with talk it's a talking show, and it's about local football and the local scene. We get quite a lot of we do get quite good listeners, listeners. But um, again, it's it's hard. Like you say, it's just getting you've got to get the word out, and and that's where we found it a little bit difficult with the podcast. It's getting it's just pushing that, pushing it, and pushing it, and getting other people to push it as well. Yeah, yeah, I I, I, uh, I know that feeling. Bumble Community Radio is on, by the way, twenty four hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got, got you, you got to get the you got to get the plugs in. Alan's just done that with his with his own yeah. with his show on a Sunday night on Free BBC. He's, he's done very well there. Um, what's, I was going to ask you. Uh, I was going to ask you about what's, what's your sort of fav, uh, probably favourite or worst part about doing commentaries on a match day. Um. Okay. Yeah. Blimey. Uh, the worst part is that you've got no idea how quick it is when you're trying to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And obviously it's. Case of trying to use as few words as possible, something I am rubbish at. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. That, that, that's 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 I think that's probably the worst thing. I mean, I, I enjoy most things about it, or I'll, you know, or I wouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the worst thing, you know, as we kind of touched on a minute ago, I suppose, is having to having to commentate on your team playing badly and losing. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, yeah, so I suppose it can be quite hard to, to, to do that because obviously I know you've got you've got to kind of you've got to kind of be professional all the time, and you, and you can't go go ground just uh, sort of uh, slagging people off. I suppose, and you've got to try and do it in a kind of professional way. That that's quite difficult, especially when you're really frustrated. Yeah, I mean, I've I've, I've never thought, you know, it never crosses my mind to slag a player off because at the end of the day, they're all human. They're trying as as they can. I mean, and when it comes down to it, they're a better footballer than I am. <laughs> so. You know they're trying. It's not that they're not trying a lot of the time. If you lay, you accuse footballers of not trying while they're being footballers. Because there's yeah. loads of other people being footballer and try. So you'd like to hope that footballers do try most of the time, or you know. Um, but yeah, it's everyone has a bad day. Yeah. As well, you know. I mean, if you have consistent bad days, then you know whichever football team you play for, whether it be Farnborough, Aldershot, Eastleigh, you know, Hemel Hempstead, whatever. You don't play, yeah. You know, so there's there's no point in it. And what difference is it going to make? What what difference in the world would it make if I sit there on the radio, you know, with a hundred or whatever listeners and say that number? He's a load of rubbish. Why? I don't know why are we play. He's not done anything good for months. Yeah. You? yeah. If you say something negative about him, you know, you don't try not to say negative things, but occasionally, you know, even if you listen to Sky commentary or whatever, they do occasionally say something negative about that. Oh, he hasn't had a good game or that was, you know, another misplaced pass or whatever. That's the way you've got to do it. You've got to do it you know, in a constructive, but not nasty way. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not, you won't change anything if I say it. So what's the point in saying it? 
it will only anger people or upset people. Yeah. And there's no need, you know, I, if if a player has missed 14 shots on an open goal, I don't need to tell you he's having a bad game and that he's with that day, you know? Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, don't you mean it's got? It's hard. You've got to try and do it sort of. Um, I try, but in a factual way as well at the same time. So you know, you've got to try to state the fact that you're not. So you're trying to trying to talk really fast or keep up with the game and try and describe what you're seeing uh, on the radio. So it's quite hard work, isn't it? Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I think it's harder commentating on National League South than it is Premier League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. always loads going on. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Sounds silly, but it's so much faster. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you try it. Next time you're at a game, just, you know, for three minutes, just if you're in a good position, try and commentate to yourself in your head. Then watch one on telly, watch, a, you know, United or Liverpool or Arsenal, yeah. Chelsea, whatever. Come three minutes on that in your head. Yeah. I think that's because a lot of the, a lot of the big sort of better teams, shall we say, or the higher up teams, I should put, um, is uh, they, they, keep, they tend to keep the ball more at the back. So it gives you a bit of a breather sometimes, doesn't it? When they're passing the ball around, there's not much to say. Yeah. Whereas uh, at sort of farmer's level, they're kind of, uh, there's a lot more, it's a lot more direct, shall we say. So you, one, one minute it's on, you're on your, you're into box defending. Next minute you're on, you're in on goal, uh, one-on-one, and miss, missing a one-on-one. You know what I mean? So it's quite, uh, yeah, it, I, I can see why it would be quite difficult. Um, I've got another question for you, Ben. I'm just going to fire at you now. Um, what's, um, who's the, um, who's the best team you've seen at, at Farnborough this season so far, do you think? Oh, crikey. So you probably got to think, I'll ask you that because I think you've probably got quite a good vantage point because I know where, where, where I sometimes sit or, uh, or go, I sometimes don't have a better, the best of views, so I miss things. But, um, but well, you've got a, quite a good vantage point actually commentating on it as well. So uh, it's, a bit, it's, a bit, it's a bit hard for Simon to see, what, to see what's going on from the burger vans. Do you know what I mean? He, he misses half the <laughs> yeah. I've, I've got my back to go on my, my face for the burger. So it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to hear as well sometimes right, right over the chomping. Uh, <laughs> right. Let's have a look then. So we've had uh, St Albans. I don't, I don't know if you agree, but I didn't see them. But I um, I missed the game at the midweek match. But uh, apparently Worthing, Worthing were out as well. And I think Tom would probably agree with me. We agree with me on that one. They were really good. And they oh, were stuffed us three 0 in the second half. And I, I thought I actually thought Havant were really. They'd good. be Worthing. Yeah. yeah, I thought I thought Havant were really good. And I know we got beat four two. Um, and we were fortunate as well to win down there at their place on Boxing Day. But I, I think. On paper and the way they're starting to play now, I think they're one of the better teams in the league, to be honest. And they've got a massive budget as well. I mean, it's just like they some of the they brought on Sigair and, and two other guys, didn't they, off the bench? And I was thinking, flipping neck, they're, they're like ridiculous players. I mean, they're getting Fabrice's team, no issues. So I, I think I, you know, I, I was thinking, I me and Alan had, had a conversation before Christmas about them. I thought they were too far adrift, to be fair. I thought they're, they're doomed and relegated already. They've got too many points to make up. But the way they're playing and the, the teams they're beating is when they beat Maidenhead the other night. Um, so you know, I think I think they might they might be all right. And um, having spoke to a couple of the Farnborough lads as well um, uh, after the, after the match, yeah, they they all reckon that uh, that they're having it. They'll, they'll be all right. I think Jack Turner was of that opinion as well. He reckon he reckon they'll be fine. They'll get enough points to keep, keep themselves out. I'll be surprised if they don't after the yeah. performances that they're putting in the last few weeks. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I think they're really good. Sorry, and I cut you off there. Who, 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 what was your opinion on that? Did you, who was your best? Who was the best team you've played? Well, definitely the best performances that uh, have been for away teams have been Worthing, yeah, and and haven't were really good in the second half. Yeah, really yeah. good. And uh, who is it? Oh, God, I can't remember the player's name. Mo. Um, uh, Mohamed Ifau. Mohamed Ifau, yeah. He was very impressive. Yeah. And yeah, uh, really the thing that I think we see quite a lot in, um, not quite a lot. That's that's wrong. Um, 
think we see occasionally, like you do at any club, is some, some really good opposition players turn up. There's been some really impressive midfielders that, um, this year. Um, yeah. I think, I think, who was it? I've just got the fixtures up in front, or the results up in front of me to try and jog my memory, which is, which is appalling, by the way. <laughs> Into trying to remember. There was, a, there was, there was a player bar who ran the game, um, I think. Oh, was it the midfielder who put both crosses in? I, I listened to your um, covering of the bar. It spoke very highly of him. And I, yeah, I mean, there's the, there, and it's, it's great to see that. And obviously, you know, it, it's like, um, just for an example, you know, whenever people come to the media box at Farnborough, uh, they always say, oh, it's, it's a great stadium. You're one of the best in the league. If not, you know, definitely top two, three, best in the league. And I always look around it and I go, yeah, it's nice, yeah. But we don't realise not sometimes. Yeah. We don't realise what players yeah. we've got sometimes. Because we yeah. see them every week. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm like, I might sound a bit biased, but I love the bloke anyway. But Reggie Young just puts in a shift oh. every time he plays. Oh, my. And, 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 and that is just singling one person out. And I don't want to single just a single person, you know, one person out from the whole squad. That was just the first name that came to mind. Mm. I think that's probably why he's been such a success at Farnborough, really. And he's, and he's lasted as long as he has. I mean, I know he left and went to went to, uh, went to um, Hemel, didn't he, for a season um, a couple of years back. But he's really been, he's been, well, I think he's been one of Farnborough's best players over the last sort of three, four years without doubt. I absolutely love in our in our squad at the moment is, uh, is Ricky Holmes. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I mean, you want to watch a player or what? Yeah. It, the, the energy that man brings, as I always say, the energy he brings when he comes onto the pitch. Yeah. It just the level of the team. He's, he's such a nice man as well. He's so... He's also, um, by all accounts, he's from other players, he's also the fittest player at the club. Oh, he just doesn't stop running when he comes on the pitch. And yeah. to the match as well, people may not be aware of this if they either A, can't make it um, to the Saunders Transport Community Stadium, Cherry Wood Road, Farnborough. Or, um, <laughs> you know, after the match, he runs up and down the pitch until about three days later. <laughs> he just yeah, he has to be literally pulled off the pitch by you know with a net or something. Yeah. He, lovely, lovely bloke. Really, I think really, it just shows yeah. it's, it's the quality it's that he's got like, over over everybody else because of the, the experience that he that he has had in the, especially in the football league as well. Yeah, I've seen players last season. Yeah, we I mean, well, I mean, obviously after the matches. I mean, he's obviously he's obviously coming off the he, he's on the bench quite often, so he doesn't play the full ninety. And a lot of the uh, a lot of the top league players will. They have to. They only play sort of if they play less than sort of fifteen minutes. They have to go and do a twenty-minute cool down. But I think that's that's Ricky's like professionalism mm. coming over because he's obviously been a, he's been he's played played the Premier League. He's played at a really good level. So he obviously that's his professionalism. And a lot of the other players also said that when we, when I, I had a chat with some of them in the yeah, the players lounge after one of the matches, uh, they said that he's he's all, not only is he the fittest player there, he's also one of the one of the most experienced. But he's also so professional. And, he, and, he, and that gets that gets it across. It comes across as well with the other players as well that you know that they can get to be as professional as he is. You know, every time he puts his boots on, you know that they'll be you know we'll, we'll be doing we'll be doing probably even better than we are doing. You know what I mean? At the end of season awards last, um, obviously there was a, a few loose tongues <laughs> around that. <laughs> I won't give any names, but I will just not negative at all. I will say that at least three players. The end of season awards told me what a massive influence that he had been on in last season. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, and, and I feel awful, awful now because I've mentioned Reggie and I've I've mentioned Ricky. I haven't mentioned Jack Turner, mm. who is an absolute gem of a bloke. Yeah. And I, every time you go and speak to him, 
polite, lovely bloke. And I'll tell you what, also, he's rather good in goal. I don't know if anyone knows. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Um, the defenders as well, Bully, um, Robbo, um, J- George, JJNW. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cracking people. They're the ones, obviously, I've got more of a rapport with in the team because they've been there the longest. Yeah. But uh, everyone who comes in, I, I generally uh, introduce them, chat to, and um, they're all, you know, always happy to talk to the radio bloke if they know who I am or not, which is generally not. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's... You mentioned. Go on, Tom. You, you mentioned Reggie, you mentioned Ricky, and you mentioned the events. I was going to say, Reg, Reggie get a mention, especially because he, he did some commentary of you this year. Yeah. And on the on the note of working with the players, after you did the halftime team talks last year, yeah. how do you find doing stuff like that with the players, and how do you think that will happen going forward? Yeah. Um, God, there's a lot of questions there, and I've already forgotten. The first. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do it, break them down again. <laughs> uh, first, how, just how is it to work with players like like Reggie in commentary, which I thought was class. Yeah, Reggie came to commentary uh, he, he, uh, twice. I think he's done it now. We've also had uh, Jordan's come up. Um, I think Baldy's been across as well, um, and they're all brilliant. They come in, they just, just enter into the spirit of it. Yeah. You know, they sit there and they'll, uh, you know talk about what's been going on in the dressing room or what's going out on the pitch, just like any normal, any, any other person. Mm. Um, it, 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 is, it is quite a strange thing, actually, working with footballers, if you like, because in a previous life, I've worked at Southampton and Portsmouth football clubs, uh, similar things, um, and I met well, all the Southampton players when uh, it was the year Harry Redknapp was in charge, I think, uh, then the year they went down. And so I got some got to know quite well Peter Crouch um, Jamie Redknapp and all, all uh, David Crutton um, you know all, all that kind of era people Klaus Lundervarm um, and for me it's no different talking to spending time with interviewing a Jack Turner a uh, Reggie Young a Ricky Holmes to a Klaus Lundervarm a, a Jamie Redknapp a, a Peter Crouch it's the same they're just footballers not mm. just footballers Footballers, not just football. they're footballers, you know. It's um, and it's it's always it was, it's always a pleasure to talk to them because you know I do realise as silly as it seems, even at Farnborough, I get to do things that other people don't do. You know, I get to talk to players more than other people would throw in their hand, or I get to talk to them. Then, and I do, you know, and I do appreciate that's you know something. And if anyone wants to do that, then there's plenty of vacancies at Farnborough. Radio for football reporting. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's, it's great fun. It's great to talk to them, and it's really nice to actually get to know them as people, not yeah. just people in shirts with numbers on on the back of the pitch. On the back of the pitch. On, on the pitch. Uh, was there a third part, or was that both of them done? Oh, what was going forward? Yes, right. Yeah. Uh, the um, what is it called? Halftime team talk. You did really well to remember that because I completely I really enjoyed them. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, they will be coming back. Um, they were great fun to do. Um, it was uh, uh, it was actually an idea that I got off again. Tom, you may not pick up on this, but back in the nineteen eighties, we used to have things called annuals, um, <laughs> and uh, you know you had your shoot or your match annual for the year, and they always had things in them called 
player a player profile. Yeah, player so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, picture of a player and just very simple questions. You know, what's uh, your favourite football club? What's your favourite position? What's your favourite food? What's your favourite music? Yeah. And I saw something like that on an, on just an old internet page, and I thought to myself, <laughs> "There's an easy idea." So I just scribbled down a few questions and just asked exactly the same questions to all the footballers. But I think the thing I enjoyed most about that was the fact I got them to interview themselves because yeah. I, I got them to ask themselves the questions. Yeah. And I found that a really interesting aspect of it all, seeing them really like talk to themselves and really sort of give it thought. Yeah. I mean, I, I they were all done over Skype or, or uh, WhatsApp or whatever. Um, and, you know, I think some of the interviews were 10, 12 minutes long. Some of them for an hour and a half. I think I was on the phone to uh, Jack Turner for about an hour and a half or something. Uh, yeah. At least an hour, actually, with Jack. It was, uh, and Mason Bloomfield was again so nice to talk to. We, what, just, yeah. we just talked about yeah, ages and ages and ages. And this is just our, just after, I think, he had his baby as well. So, um, God, yeah. I mean, was, to give up the amount of time they do as well, some of the, all the players. When, mm. Whenever, whenever I an interview, they always say yes. But no mm. one's ever seen so, you know, they're a lovely bunch of lads. They're great to work with. We've had, uh, we've had a similar type of response as well. We had two uh, people on the, uh, when, when we said we were about the podcast, etc. We've uh, all, the, all the players to a man. And we said, oh, yeah, walk on, walk on. I mean, Jack, Jack Ball, especially, he's been very keen. We've had uh, Mike, Mike Mike on as well. Um, he, he wants to come on again. And we've had, you know, everybody's been really, really keen. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, yeah, Mike, Mike's been on. Yeah, we've had Mike on. Um, oh, yeah, because we're going to have him on again as well at some point. He's a, he's, he's, a good, he's a good interview, he is, yeah, he's good fun. I offered him a show on Farnborough Community Radio and he's oh, I don't know, I don't like my voice. And he comes on your podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he loved the podcast as well. I'm having words with that boy. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, probably got, he's probably got some kind of, uh, something in his contract says he can't do it, so Ben's what it is, you know. Yeah. He's, he's, he's our exclusive. <laughs> we're bringing yeah. back, sorry, we will be bringing back um, the... Um, Player thingies. Um, I really, I carefully await because those, those, honestly, I, I got very excited whenever I saw one pop up on my YouTube. To be honest with you, um, what I'm going to do with them, long, uh, medium to long term, because uh, I'm, I'm kind of still building the radio station a bit, and it's going to take a little bit longer. And obviously, I need to get that running, and yeah. then I'll get back into doing the football stuff. Um, but I will start doing some of them again, and I'm going to try and make them a bit longer and actually put them. I'll ask, you know, I'll ask them, um, oh, exclusive, uh, I'll ask the players about their song, their favourite songs, and then I can make a show. Oh, yeah, that Island Discs, the players. I, I, absolutely. Yeah. That's exactly what it'll be. It'll be basically what your favourite songs are, right? And they'll say a little bit about you, and we'll do the questions, and then they'll introduce their songs, and, you know, maybe I'll get them out every evening at seven o'clock for half an hour or something like that, yeah. the evening show. Yeah, so, that, that's where I'm... And then obviously they will get played out on the Saturday during the matchday lives as well. So I say that's a, a beat or two away at the moment. But oh, they, that will come at some point. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it sounds brilliant, mate. It sounds brilliant. Well, let's hope so. let's hope it's as brilliant as it sounds. It probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Well, you, you, you haven't these three listers anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Why else is listening? <laughs> <laughs> So right, so uh, before uh, before we um, let you go, Ben, um, it's been great talking to you t- um, tonight. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, and hearing all your stories and that, especially about um, the late great Andy Smart. Um, 
Where uh, are you? We're, are we at, we're, we're at home this weekend, aren't we? Yeah, Chelmsford home. Chelmsford home. No, it will be cooled off. All <laughs> yeah, that. It will be. It's, it's going to freeze overnight on Friday night, and uh, you know why? Obviously, because the pitch stays frozen yeah. because of the lack of sun on it, because of the state, uh, the uh, the stadium thingy, stadium uh, the stand, <laughs> and a bit. So it always stays frozen. So yeah. it will freeze overnight Friday. I, I don't see it being. I'd love it to be on because I'll spend four hours prepping for match again <laughs> that's the thing that people don't understand as well by the way just because the match isn't on doesn't mean i haven't done anything yeah no. you know so much that gets prep. it may not sound like it but <laughs> seriously there's a lot of prep that goes into every match if anything yeah. you lose the fun part and for, yeah, well, it, you know you know uh, when i found out was it tuesday 9 30 that the match had been cancelled that evening it was just like oh. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that you know, I'd say there's a lot of planning that goes into every match for the radio station and for match day life. And uh, so for it all to be wasted time is, is frustrating, but I'm not blaming anyone apart from you know, Mr. Weather because that's the only person you possibly could blame for <laughs> no, it. Exactly, yeah. it's, it's not, you know, it's not safe to play. I'm not saying we should be playing at all, you know, it's just obviously a little bit frustrating. And one more thing, actually, before I go, um, I have uh, comments in the past about you don't do a lot of away games, no. No, we don't. There are reasons for that. Firstly, I have a family. Um, <laughs> I may be presuming, but I do think my wife wants to spend a bit of time with me occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we don't see much of each other during the week, this, that, and the other. So, you know, Saturdays, and when I go and do football, obviously, then we don't. So, that's one. Another reason is it's a long way away sometimes. And a third reason, which is quite a big one, is that not every ground can accommodate us. Yeah. You know, yeah. not every ground will even, no, there are people, some ones, not that I've heard, but from other people I've heard, who won't even let you in to do a commentary. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was going to say, say, you have to get, you have, in some places you have to get permission, don't you, to, to, to do the commentary. And if they don't let you, they don't let you. Yeah. Nothing I can do. You know, if it's a Saturday that I've got a birthday party or, a, you know, my dad's 80th or whatever, you know, <laughs> that's going to take preference, obviously, yeah. over and away. Yeah. Um, Although we did rearrange our Christmas stuff around uh, the New Year's match, so I could, uh, I could do that. So you know, it, I, but it, uh, it's also a case that, um, as I say, that sometimes people don't let us in. We can't get in. Sometimes I don't want to go. Or <laughs> 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 you know, that's been brilliant. And driving for three hours to see, yeah. and then drive home. Sometimes I have better things to do. Um, yeah. And we will try and do more away matches as we go. But you know. The other thing to understand is at the moment, I've got an awful lot on. Mm. And, uh, you know, I'm looking for other commentators as well. So if anyone wants to do a bit of commentary, and you've had a bit of experience, unfortunately, I'm not going to employ seven-year-olds uh, or, uh, you know, people who just not done it before. But if, if you've done a bit of commentary and you want to have a go at it at Farnborough before, then drop me a line and, uh, you know, you could you could do the Tuesday night matches <laughs> and then I could stay warm. <laughs> well, I think well, funny enough, me, me and Alan both actually quite fancy doing a bit of commentary, and we actually want to. We actually spoke to you briefly about uh, maybe doing uh, doing something at half time, having a chat with you at half time, while you guys go off and have a uh, have a beer and something to eat. We'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll take over for fifteen minutes and uh, have a chat about some things. Talk. Um, <laughs> when can you start? Because I. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the only issue we've got is that Alan is uh, Alan lives away, so we'd have to try and get a game where we definitely know we're going to both be there. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, we've got we've got up for it. 
And I know, uh, I know Tom, Tom if he can drag himself out of the PRE yeah, with all the lads and uh, he's oh, yeah. that as well. So, uh, you know, he, he's like he's like a hero to them now. Now he's part of the podcast. He's like one of the, uh, <laughs> one of the, the gods of the PRE, he calls himself. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people refer to it, a lot, a lot, some people refer to it as the PRE end. Yes. yes. It's well, not the E stands end. Exactly. So it'd be the PRE end end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't got quite the same ring to it. Has it? <coughs> no, no, it's not. no, no. We don't. We don't want to go down the road of talking about double ends, though, do we? Let's be honest. Let's just move away from that quick switch again. This podcast. Right. Uh, so don't go anywhere, though, Ben. Uh, when we're done, we'll talk off air uh, when we finish. But on the off chance that the weather. Um, is kind to us. You will be. You'll be there on Saturday uh, with your uh, regular commentary and um, and your regular co- regular commentary team uh, of Carl and Ben. If Carl is um, well enough uh, this yeah. weekend, uh, yeah. but I do need to just point out that um, last week I had COVID, which is why we recorded this a bit later. Thank yeah. you for holding on. And I got a volley of abuse from Mr. Dugmore <laughs> uh, about. <laughs> Because I was poorly. Where are you now, boy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure. I'm sure you. I'm sure you won't let him live it down uh, over the weekend. Um, but um, I'm sure he'll, he'll try and blame your 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 close knit working relationship as the reason why he's now suddenly ill, Ben. But uh, we, won't go, <laughs> we, won't, we won't say any more than that. I haven't <laughs> since uh, New Year's Day, actually. So, uh, but look, here you go. This this is a great thing for a podcast. That's uh, Saturday's notes. Oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go. All printed out uh, earlier. Lovely. You can save, save them for later in the season now. Well, well if they're not you. <laughs> I'll tell you what, shall I give you an exclusive? Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to Farnborough Community Radio's coverage of today's national. See, you thought I'd just made this up as I went along, didn't you? But, <laughs> no, you <thought> absolutely. <laughs> Hello, good afternoon and welcome to Farnborough Community Radio's coverage of today's National League South Tyres. Farnborough welcome Chelmsford City to the Saunders Transport Community Stadium. It's been 14 days since the O's last took to the field after a free Saturday due to something called the FA Trophy. No idea. And a chilly spell during the week. The addition of two... I've got to change that. Sorry, live, live edit. Live, live edit. edit. <laughs> the addition of three new players and an unofficial winter break gives Farnborough a chance to get their first league points on the board since Boxing Day. Unfortunately, today's opposition are Chelmsford, who top the form table. Farnborough have slipped to 14th in the National League South and need a few wins to catch up with the playoff chasers. Can the first one come today against Chelmsford or will the form team take the points? Find out next, live! Or something <laughs> like that. But yeah, there's a, there's the, the opening for uh, for Saturday's show, all typed out, ready to go. And so if, so if it, now, if everyone wants to tune in at five to three rather than quarter two, they'll, they'll, they don't need to bother with the first ten minutes. It's all done. It's all yeah. really, you've done it already. You've heard it all already. Football matches these days just literally turn on just before the match starts. Yeah. Because yeah. Before, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yes. Well, put my script away, otherwise I'll forget. Well, after that, after that wonderful exclusive. Um, it's time to say goodbye, Ben. Thanks again for um, for joining us tonight. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, uh, lads. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're going to say the same as me. Yeah, hundred percent. Thank you very much. 
shocking. One of the worst we've ever done. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ashamed and saddened, however, that my two um, co-commentators couldn't be bothered to join me. <laughs> yeah. I think it shows a lack of respect, not just to the football club, uh, but the youth. <laughs> Um, I would be utterly ashamed if I were either Carl or Neil. I'd be hanging my head. Actually, I wouldn't even leave my house for the next few days. Carl probably won't anyway. He's got the sniffles. But um, that's beside the point. But yeah, I, I, I can only apologise on behalf of Matchday Live and Farnborough Football Club Radio and Farnborough Community Radio uh, for the absence of my two pathetic co-hosts. <laughs> To, to be fair to Carl, though, he hasn't got much on top of his head. He does feel the cold more than most people, I should imagine. So, you know, it's one of those things, isn't it? I don't think it's just not <laughs> on the top of his head, mate. No, I'm joking. <laughs> well, I think after that, after that, after that, uh, what we call a, a, dressing, a dressing down, um, I think they're, they're going to be even more keen to, to come on again uh, um, later on in, in, the, in the season. Uh, oh, but, yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll come on with them next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll be until the end of the season, have a chat about the season, uh, yeah. where we've gone. That'll be great. And I'll tell you what, your idea about coming on, coming on the, the radio and doing the halftime, yeah, I'll, I'll let you do that. <laughs> yeah, anything to, anything to try and plug the podcast as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell yeah. you, we'll start doing that too. Yeah. Well, yeah, nice so, one. Yeah. No, no such thing as bad advertising, as I say. Oh, you haven't heard no. me advertise stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Don't go. Don't go anywhere just yet, Ben. But um, thanks a lot for everyone to everyone for listening tonight. Um, uh, Tom, Simon, say good night. Good night. Good night. And it's a good night from me. And we will see you all very, very soon. <laughs>